We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877 360 Thank you for that, and uh, welcome to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast, border to border, and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Great to have you with us, wherever you are listening in this great land of ours, United States of America. Play the good Lord intended a country to be, or wherever uh, you're listening to a foreign country, foreign lands, <clears throat> some other great countries out there. Uh, mostly because uh, we have this reach because of the American Forces Radio Network. And uh, that's uh, 500 outlets, 177 countries, ships at sea. Wherever you are listening and you're part of the military, I'm on your side. You're doing a great job. Stay safe. Hope you see you at home very, very soon. We're also on the Internet. Who's not? But we're at sportsbyline.com. Have been since the Internet's been invented, basically. Streaming through. You can click Listen Live to hear the shows. Any emails you'd like to send to me, send those to... Captain Cool at uh, CountPimpula.org or Rick at SportsByline.com is another way to get them to me. Also, we can be heard through a couple of uh, apps on your phone as well. Pride Mozzarella Sticks, TuneIn app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app. Those are all good as well. And on your TV set as well, CRN Digital Plus 2. That's the cable radio network channel 2 on your cable provider, and then certain other places. I'm not calling it piracy, because we don't care. More the merrier, but uh, I have seen my show pop up in some weird, pla- <laughs> weird places as well. Social media-wise, Tiddling Sports with Rick Tittle is the Facebook fan page. So many fans. Go on and post a blurb. Also, the Twitter is at Rick Tittle, if you want to uh, get in that way. We've got uh, USA Network's Benjamin Lovato coming up this hour. We also have T.K. Kirkland, comedian, joining us again in the second hour. Comedian Mark Ellis in the second hour as well. And Michael G. Long, his book, 42, as it is Jackie Robinson Day. We'll talk to him in the third hour. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. 
Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Are you one of the millions who have taken Zantac or other generic versions of this popular drug to help treat stomach issues? Then pay close attention to this message. The FDA said it detected low levels of a probable cancer-causing chemical known as NDMA in Zantac and other generic forms of this popular drug. They've banned sales and even removed it from the market. If you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've taken Zantac or a generic equivalent, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-251-7460. 800 800-251-7460. 800-251-7460. That's 800-251-7460. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. At Tubba Towels, we started with the toughest messes and quickly realized Tubba Towels heavy-duty cleaning wipes can clean just about anything, like stubborn brake dust, spilled paint, even permanent marker. There's literally thousands of uses. Proudly made in the USA with over 30,000 five-star reviews. Find Tubba Towels heavy-duty cleaning wipes at your local auto parts store, the Home Depot, Lowe's, and more. Look for the big yellow tub. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast, border to border, and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Rick, you're too loud this early, man. Too loud. Uh, It's Jackie Robinson Day, and uh, last year, because of COVID, we didn't get to have it on the day where he made his debut 
uh, for the Brooklyn Dodgers. Today, all the teams around baseball will wear the number 42. Of course, the number is retired for every uh, Major League uh, Baseball team uh, as well. Interesting column today in the San Francisco Chronicle by my homie Scott Osler, who I've uh, always uh, admired. He's just hilarious, but he's also very poignant when it comes to social issues. But something that I had never heard when it comes to Jackie Robinson. And by the way, Michael G. Long, his book, 42 Today, um, it's fitting to have 42 Today today to have that author on to talk about Jackie Robinson again. Excuse me. And um, the thing that I didn't know until I read Oster's column is that the New York Times made no mention of Jackie Robinson outside of a play that he was involved in, describing whatever it was. That was the only mention in the New York Times, and that the broadcasters for the Dodgers just alluded that a rookie was making his debut. Nobody said anything about him being African-American. Now, uh, it was a big deal at the time for African-Americans. The report is that there were 14,000 black fans at Ebbets Field that day. I I don't know. Uh, I mean, how do you... How can you? They didn't ask people their race when they came in. They didn't have a clicker saying every black person that walked by. Um, <clears throat> I think what they do is they look at it and they say, "Oh, it was at least a third black people." So the, the even <laughs> fourteen thousand. You you can't even do that nowadays. Uh, even if you had a twenty-three and me, you're not going to get every heritage as you come in. But but the gist of it is, was that they definitely saw how important it was. And so, you know, you can always look back on a guy like Branch Rickey and say, oh, did he, uh, you know, was he a social hero or did he just want to win games? Listen, whatever it is, and look, he wanted to win games. He owns a baseball team. He wanted to get the best possible players. Did he know that he was going to have some guff? Yeah. By the way, Harrison Ford played him in that Jackie Robinson movie. Uh, And uh, I don't know. I I love Harrison Ford. I I, I never really cared. I never really cared for that movie, to tell you the truth. Um, I didn't really. I I know it's illegal to say anything bad about Chad McBoseman. To me, he didn't capture what I thought Jackie Robinson uh, was. I didn't think that... uh, Harrison Ford did Branch Rickey right. But remember, was I there? No. Who was there? Nobody. It's just how it exists in in my own mind. But the one thing that sticks out for me from that movie is the very shocking true story of the manager of the Cardinals, who was played by the pirate. And he's an English actor, but he played the pirate in uh, Dodgeball. Going, hey, N-word, 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 N-word. N-word, N-word, ha, 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 N-word. I'm like, I, it's just, it's amazing to think that that would happen. You know, and it, you just think about all the death threats Jackie Robinson got. And just, uh, here's a manager on another team. And, you know, you're holding a bat in your hand. You know how hard it is not to go over there and start beating on someone who's, <laughs> who's saying stuff like that? You can, 
<clears throat> you can only start to think about how horrible that would be. But here's the thing. That was 1949, right? Today, because of the anonymity of social media, the, the racism is still there going strong. And um, Sun Ming Hun, the South Korean striker who Asian footballer of the year multiple times, he plays for my favorite soccer team, my only soccer team, Tottenham Hotspur. And last weekend, he got a little bit of a scrape to the face against Manchester United from his player McTominay. He went down like a lump of potatoes. Man United scored. And they called the goal back because they said there was a foul that was missed. It was a ridiculous call. And it's one of the reasons why VAR is so stupid. VAR, to me, should just see if the ball got over the line or not. That's really all it should be for. Then there's no disputes. Did it cross the line? That's not a judgment call. I would love if VAR was just for that. But these things where they get out, they literally will get out. Um, <clears throat> if you don't know, it's called video assistant referee. We would just call it instant replay instant replay or video evidence and they will see if someone's like knuckle or fingernail or maybe just the front centimeter of their kneecap is off sides it's it's taken to the theater of the absurd but anyway after sunny as his nickname south korean did that there were man united fans all over the world who uh, attacked him for his asian heritage and it's uh, not just people of African heritage, obviously, that are getting this, but that type of racial abuse, um, I could say, is stronger than ever. Because in the old days, you either had to spray something like graffiti like a coward and then run away in the middle of the night, or you had to say it to somebody's face, and uh, at least they know you were a dirty racist, but you, know, you, you wouldn't say that was as cowardly to do it to somebody's face. Um, and so on the one hand, we, I look back at Jackie Robinson day and I think, wow, I, you know, cause I, I can't imagine, uh, sports as being segregated. Uh, there aren't too many people still alive who remember sports as being segregated. There are a few, but, uh, it's something that, that seems so foreign, but then again, that it, it happened, Jackie Robinson's debut happened in my parents' lifetime. You know, world war two happened in my parents' lifetime. We're, we're very, very, very close to, I mean, you think about the Jackie Robinson for the English national team, Viv Anderson, first black guy to play for England, soccer. He's my age. <laughs> He's my age. He's the Jackie Robinson. I mean, I mean it's just, it's, it's pretty incredible. But as I said, there are so many teams now, soccer teams, Swansea's doing it. And there are a couple more that say we're, we're banning social media for a week. Now, um, the head of the, I forget what the government position is in the, the court of St. James in England, but they're saying no one should have to ban social media just to avoid racism. And he is right. He's calling for a crackdown on Facebook and you, Facebook said something like they, they banned over 6 million racist things that they're doing. They're working as hard as they can. Look, <clears throat> if you're if you can be anonymous, you can send any kind of tweet or Instagram post that you want. Uh, there, there, there's no doubt about that. You can do that. Um, so as I said, it's the, the racism is, is there. 
Um, I think public outrage that wasn't there in the old days. It's good that it is here. You just wonder how many people truly are outraged. How many people are like, eh, whatever. He'll get over it. It's no big deal. Eh, it's a tweet. Who cares? Well, when you're the person getting tweeted at, it's like minor surgery. There's no such thing as minor surgery if it's happening to you. So as we reflect on Jackie Robinson Day and all the strides that have been made and how much it's much better now, and it is much better, we still have light years to go with this racism. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back. Sports Pop. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Matthew. Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. 
Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Oh, how about that, huh? Huh? All right. One... <laughs> 1-800-878-PLAY. What you got, girl? This is why we're all here. <clears throat> you know, the early days of baseball season have seen some pitching, uh, to say the least. And uh, they always say in spring training, well, you know, the the pitchers are ahead of the, hit- the hitters right now. Uh, yeah, I'd say that's probably true. I, there's, there's, there's no doubt about that. Um, but this is getting ridiculous because we're not even in uh, spring training anymore. We are in the season. And last night we had another no-hitter. That's right. Carlos Rodon of your Southside Pale Hose, who was perfect through eight and a third. And then he hit the Indians catcher, Roberto Perez, on the foot with two strikes. And that ruined the perfect game. <clears throat> and it was right on his front toe. But he ended up getting the no-no. The White Sox is about as big a beatdown as you can think of. Eight to nothing, no hitter. <laughs> he K'd seven. When they did make contact, it was weak. There were only a, Listen, I always say when you throw a no-hitter, there's going to have to be at least one great play in the infield. And uh, in the case of hard hit balls, Jose Ramirez hit a line shot right at left fielder Andrew Vaughn to uh, end the seventh inning. And uh, Rodon said when he saw that one caught, he said he thought something special was about to happen. And uh, even the final out, Jordan Lupo hit a ground ball that Yohan Moncada had no problem with, just snagged it, threw over the first, got the no-no. I remember, you know, you think about Dwayne Wise, one of the greatest catches I've ever seen. He was the guy that ended Mark Burley's uh, <clears throat> bid for baseball immortality. I remember Terry Mulholland when he was with the Phillies. Another former Giant caught the last out. It was uh, Charlie Hayes at third, who just snagged the screamer right on the line. Um, by the way, Terry Mulholland, he was the guy when he was with the Giants. At Candlestick, he was coming in, and a fan was there with his son. He goes, hey, can you sign the ball? And he signed it, and the dad said, Terry Mulholland, uh, if I'd known it was you, I wouldn't have asked because you suck. And Terry Mulholland turned around, got back at his truck, and drove to Tahoe and didn't tell anybody. He was basically AWOL. So I say these players aren't robots. And once again, showing... Uh, you know, fans who, fans in quotes, who treat these people that way. 
<clears throat> I was at a uh, long time ago at uh, P.F. Chang's on Walnut Creek. And at the bar was, I forgot the guy's name, defensive lineman, but James Jett uh, was a receiver for the Raiders. And I was just briefly talking to him. I was going, hey, how's it going, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, oh, yeah, and we're just kind of like just making small talk. And these two really young girls, they probably had fake IDs, but they came over and they go, someone says that you're an, a football player. And just James Jett, totally stone-faced, he goes, yeah, yeah, I play for the Raiders. And uh, she looks at me, she goes, who is this guy? I goes, James Jett. And she goes, oh, I never would have said hi. You even suck on my Xbox. And I looked at James Jett, just stone-faced, absolutely no reaction. You think he didn't feel like pouring that drink on top of her head? <laughs> it's... Uh, <clears throat> Anyway, I digress. Rodone, of course. We're uh, have you have we ever had two no hitters in April? I'm sure we have. I don't remember. Uh, but we just had Joe Musgrove's last Friday, so we've had two in a week. And notable about Joe Musgrove is that he also had a perfect game if it wasn't an HBP by him. And so, <clears throat> Rodone. It was cool. He said, I can't believe it. And then he mouthed the words, holy crap. And he said, I really can't. Now, the journey for Rodon is pretty heartwarming. Because this guy was a can't-miss first-round pick. But he's had rough times. And he had Tommy John surgery in 2019. And he came back last year, and he sucked. In fact, he sucked so bad that he got non-tendered and nobody wanted him. It's the same thing with Liam. Well, Liam Hendricks got outrighted, which is even worse, but he got non-tendered. So he was a free agent and then uh, he got cut and then the White Sox brought him back. So his career record was 29 and 33 with a 414. As I said, he was the third overall pick. I remember watching that draft in 2014 out of North Carolina State. So, not too shabby. Let's go to the phone lines, though. We have Chris in Oakland. What's going on, Chris? Rick, thank you uh, for taking my call. Good morning. Uh, yeah, just, you're talking about, you know, raise your hand if you watch a White Sox game. I never do other than when they're playing the A's. But, you know, in our modern technology, all you know, you're getting all your text comes stuff on your phones. That the guy had the perfect game going, right? So I, you know, I had to flip it on and, and watch it. And it, it, the guy was dealing, and you're right, it was amazing how he had two strikes on the batter, and then he throws the ball, and it looked almost like, like it was like maybe it, it bounced on the um, on the plate before, but I guess the replay showed that he actually did get hit because the play before, uh, they threw him out at first, and it was like a bang bang play, and they, you know, they, the Indians didn't challenge it. So, you know, it's exciting, man. I was there for uh, Dallas Braden's, you know, perfect game, and we've all watched the A's in the past couple of years throw some no, no hitters, but. Um, just really, you know, good for him. And then, you know, you're telling the story about Rodon, and I think all of us, you know, love these, uh, sports stories where people are, you know, make it and they've, they've been cut and come back and stuff like that. So that was exciting, too. Um, but I also wanted, you were talking about, you know, having, uh, uh, you know, meeting famous people and, you know, telling them they suck or something. My unfortunate story was uh, in 87. Uh, my dad, we were watching, and I'm totally blanking on this thing, but we were, uh, we were, I was waiting to get autographs and things like that, and it was like, and my dad, you know, had a few beers that day, and um, 
oh my God, the, the pitcher for the A's that used to pitch for the Cardinals. Now I'm totally blank on his name. Anyway, the guy, my dad said he sucked, and the guy got in my dad's face and almost wanted to fight him. So next time I'll remember the guy's name I'm talking about, I have a better story for you. <laughs> what yeah, what was team was he with? So he was with the A's, Joaquin Andahar. Joaquin Andahar. Oh, so I'm getting autographs, yeah. and you know he had, had a great career with the Cardinals. <laughs> Comes over to the A's, did pretty well, but my you know my dad was picking me up after a game, and I was about to get Joaquin Andahar's autograph. My dad said, "Oh, this guy sucks," and then Joaquin Andahar got my dad's face and almost got in a fight. So, Joaquin Andahar, if you remember the '85 World Series when the Cardinals had that meltdown, he threw a pitch. It was called a ball, and then he threw another pitch. It was called a ball, and he pointed at the umpire and he charged the umpire. He had right. when I heard when I heard the A's were getting him, I was sick because I knew what a hothead he was. And of course, his great quote is, "I only have one word to say about baseball, and that word is you never know." <laughs> I don't remember that. That's good knowledge, man. That uh, I don't remember that one. But I, I was excited because, you know, he, been, he was kind of a big-name guy coming to the A's. And, you know, this was before, obviously, McGuire and everybody started getting really good. and So I was excited about him. And then he, I thought he pitched okay with the A's, but then he, you know, kind of flamed out. And, unfortunately, he passed away at a younger age. So that uh-huh. was pretty sad. But, uh, yeah, this, that's my botched walking in hard story about fans <laughs> that, uh, you know, start doing stuff. And I was bartending for a long time, so we, you know, over in Alameda, so we had a lot of Raider players come in. And you'd see just the like, stories you just said, you know. People would come in, and for the most part, guys are really cool. I mean, I met Charles Woodson and some other guys that were were coming in. Uh, the best guy, the best figure, or best player I ever met um, that was seemed really genuine was Gio Gonzalez. Oh, yeah. um, that guy would come in and just be, be, you know, and he did he didn't drink, you know, we buy drinks for everybody. And how do I say this diplomatically on the radio? Gio Gonzalez is a really good looking gentleman, and the girls he would always bring in with him were like, you know, they see he seemed out of their league, if that makes sense. <laughs> but he was the most genuine guy, and I used to um, – I was a big fan of Ariel Prieto, you know, for some reason. And I, um, uh-huh. so I, I used to wear my Ariel Prieto jersey, and he would – you know, another Cuban-American, he would always come over and compliment mm-hmm. me on my Ariel Prieto jersey. Um, yeah, and there's nothing I, wrong with Ariel Prieto outside of the fact that we had agreed we, the deal with Todd Helton. Exactly. And then, he, <laughs> and, he, and then he defected, and we changed our minds and drafted Prieto. <laughs> Right, right. So I've met, and another stupid uh, bartending story, I met Ariel Pareto his first day in Oakland, um, and my girlfriend at the time was Cuban-American, and she was like, who's this really good-looking guy with a Cuban accent? And then we went over, because I'd heard that we dated had signed this guy. This is late, you know, late 90s, and it was right before the Elian Gonzalez, there was that kid that um, yeah, was in Florida. Miami, and they, you know, it was right before then, so, you know, Cuban, Cuban American relations were out of everybody's mind, and, you know, El Duque had just come the year before, and so he'd been great, so... You know, we all thought the Cuban guy would be great, and um, yeah, so I met him, and we ended up getting tickets the next day or something like that. But he was, again, a real genuine guy, and I really liked when, you know, he came back to work with the A's to, to do translation stuff, and, um, you know, he, he obviously didn't have the career he wanted, and obviously as A's fans, we would have rather had Todd Helton, but, uh, you know, anyway, I got a couple of And then last we heard from Errol Critter, he was wearing an eye watch and got his team in trouble in the dugout. Oh, I don't, okay, I, I don't remember that one. Remember that? But, uh, the whole no, sign-stealing sign scandal. Hey, I got to run, Chris, but thanks for the call, man. Awesome. Thanks, Rick. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sportsbook.
Guys, guys, we need to clear a path here. Indeed knows unexpected employee turnover can stall your business. John. Like at Chris's logistics company, to avoid things grinding to a halt, he needs to get started hiring right, right away. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. And the moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first sponsored job post. Terms and conditions apply. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call Pet Joy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Hi, I'm Rick Tittle, and I host the video game review every Sunday night at 9 o'clock Pacific, midnight on the East Coast, right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Video games are way more important than your job, your school, or your relationship, so let's talk about them. Everything from the 2600 to the 360. I don't work for any video game company, so I'll tell you what's worth your money and what stinks. Also, cheat codes, interviews, your calls, I'll give away a game, release dates, all that and more every Sunday night right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the program. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the globe on American Forces Radio Network. 
It's our pleasure to welcome to the program Benjamin Lovato, and he is here to talk about the USA Network's number one show, Queen of the South. And uh, they are in their fifth and uh, final season. And uh, this has been a top three Nielsen's Raider performer for uh, USA uh, Network. And it tells the powerful story of Teresa Mendoza, a woman who is forced to run and seek refuge in America after her drug-dealing boyfriend is killed in Mexico. Benjamin, welcome to the show. You've been there since day one with this show. What what do you do with this show? You do you wear many hats, don't you? <laughs> well, first of all, thank you, Rick, for having me. It's a pleasure to be with you. Um, yes, speaking of hats, cowboy hats, sombreros, sometimes uh, sometimes calavera masks, which are the skull masks. Uh, many hats on the show. I've been there since season one. I started out as a uh, co-producer writing on season one, and after uh, three seasons became a co-showrunner, which is kind of like, if you're going to talk about it in military terms, kind of like the uh, colonel of the, uh, of the uh, show. So overseeing, essentially, the, uh, the arc of the characters, the story seasons, rewriting um, the episodes, um, hiring the crew, and, and, um, and casting, and so... It's a really uh, privileged position to be in, uh, but along the way, Queen of the South has been just a proving ground in a way for myself and, and uh, many other writers and producers. I've had the opportunity to write music for the show. Um, I came out at one point. I starred in the show. I wrote a, a, a song, uh, and I got to perform the song uh, on the series, and so uh, I did that, and so and then I got to direct an episode this last season, and so there's a there's a lot going on and a lot of opportunity there and uh, it's been a it's been a unique blessing. Very cool. And I mentioned the main protagonist, Teresa. It's played by Alice Braga, and she is the glue that holds this show together. I remember first seeing her in I Am Legend, and there's just something about her demeanor, her face, where she just steals the scene she just eats up the whole screen when she's on there and i think a lot of people don't know she's originally brazilian um what just That's can correct. you encapsulate what she has meant to the, to this series i mean i think you really nailed it i mean look everything kind of revolves around her i mean first first of all we're talking about just a world class performer everything she does is about truth and, you know, she's an executive producer now in the series, and she's been for the last two seasons. And so we've been able to work with her not only as just this incredible actress that brings truth into everything that she does and everything that she says, but then working with her on the other side as an executive producer and helping shape the story arcs. And i got to tell you, I mean, a lot of times people in my position, showrunners, storytellers, you know, um, actors uh, end up becoming executive producers, and a lot of times it's not super helpful. But I have to say that Alicia Braga is the exception. She has helped make the show just so much better. Um, and, I mean, that's nothing to say what she does in front of the camera, but then what she does behind the camera as a collaborator is just, I mean, nothing short of just excellence. And, um, and also, since we're on the topic, I just have to give a shout-out. Today is Alicia's birthday. And so have to give a shout-out to our queen. Happy birthday, Alicia. And just so blessed to have you as a, as a creative partner and a 
driving force of the series. Very cool. Now, I'm a huge soccer fan, and when I first heard of the show, I thought you were talking about the Scottish soccer team, Queen of the South. Does anybody, <laughs> does any, any other dork get that mixed up like me? That's hilarious. You know, when we first started out, a lot of the social media, people were hashtagging Queen of the South, and the soccer team was coming up. This is how I know about the soccer team. <laughs> Got you. What? You know, I, I always like the the arc, that series that lasts as long as this one does, because, you know, you can't possibly know what you're going to be doing in, in season five. And it always fascinates me when I'll see uh, a series, whether it's, you know, the, the Sopranos or Narcos or something like that, and how many different people will write an episode. And it's almost like, OK, now you're in charge of these characters. What are you going to do with them? What is that collaboration like and, and and what's it like to make sure that it doesn't veer off course you know it's it's actually i have to say in terms of screenwriting and you know there's a difference between uh, screenwriting for film and screenwriting for television and in television you have your showrunners who are essentially setting the course creatively this is what we're the story that we're going to tell for the season which essentially is the arc of the character. We're going to start the character A, and by the end of the season, they're going to land on B. And so you set the course, you set the tone, and then you bring in this group of writers, other television writers, and, you know, you sit in a, sometimes it can be like a boardroom atmosphere, sometimes we like a living room atmosphere, very cozy couches and whatnot, and we get out the dry erase boards, and then we just start pitching, and everybody proposes ideas, and, you know, we take some ideas, sometimes we make them better, um, but this collaboration is what really drives ultimately these, these, um, the layers, the multiple layers that you get um, with the character changes and the character turns. Sometimes somebody might pitch a scene, and then that scene will end up in an episode, you know, in episode 10, but it was pitched in, in, uh, for episode one. And so when we hear these great ideas and we say, you know what, that doesn't work here, but I think it'll work later in episode nine or 10. So let's put it on the board and we'll remember because we know we want to do that thing. And so it really, I mean, it's really a lot of fun, you know, in, in terms of, you know, people that write plays or people that write, um, write for film, you know, a lot, oftentimes they're on their own. They're sitting in a room by themselves. They're conjuring ideas. In television, it's much different. It's um, it's a really collaborative, you know, hopefully fun environment, and um, and uh, and that's kind of how we do it. And then, of course, you know, my job and uh, my co-showner's job is to essentially oversee that um, what's what's creatively coming out of those those story sessions and pick and choose and and essentially steer the ship. And so that's that's kind of the process of it. And then each individual writer will get assigned an episode. They go off and write an outline and then the, a script. And all along the way, we give them notes we can make it better. And then essentially at a certain point, we'll end up with the script and we'll do a pass on it, like a little bit of a rewrite to make sure that the characters' voices are all lining up. Um, and then it goes out to production. And that's a whole other process. Um, but it's a very collaborative um, process. Um, you know, I would say a, a, a team building, team team storytelling, which is um, which is very unique and, and to our business and a lot of fun. No doubt, very interesting. 
a couple more questions for Benjamin Lovato about Queen of the South. Um, as we know, in, in today's Hollywood, um, you know, when it comes to acting, if you aren't one ethnic heritage or you don't have some certain challenges, there are people in Hollywood that will challenge you. Also, the representation. Have you ever gotten any pushback from any Latino or should I say even Chicano organizations saying, you should represent us more this way, less that way, because it's so touchy nowadays, people who can become uh, offended, or have you guys, people realize it's just a show and it's for entertainment? You know, that's a really good question. I would have to say, I think that when we were in season one, when we were getting ready to roll out, we had a little bit of fear. You know, look, there are very few shows on the air with any kind of uh, Latino representation. And so, you know, to put this show on the air and to, you know, essentially be a show where we have the main characters, you know, our drug dealers. Um, so there was that fear. But ultimately what happened was, you know, we didn't get the pushback. And, and I think it's for a couple of reasons. And I think one of the reasons was is that we've always had, you know, um, Latinos behind the scenes, right, to help shape the narrative, myself included as, you know, one of the only original writer from season one. And what that did was it allowed us to really make these characters three-dimensional. So instead of becoming stereotypes, they became characters that people could really relate to and care about and also and understand. And so one of the things that we really want to explore is not just, hey, you know, this is just this cool Pablo Escobar kind of uh, scarface type character in the world, but how did Teresa Mendoza become a drug dealer? Right? How does she make that journey into a queen pen? What are the circumstances that drove her to make that choice that essentially she didn't choose for herself but was put in an impossible situation uh, where she had to choose between life and death? And, um, and we always said one of the keys to the show early in season one is we have to give her you know, choices, and both have to be bad choices because there are no good choices. It's not like... Either you're gonna, you can kill them and walk away into the sunset and you'll survive. No, you, you're going to have to kill somebody. That's the only way to survive. And, but here's the fallout that's going to come, but you have no choice. And so we would put her in these impossible situations so that the audience would, would empathize with her as a character and say, if I was in that situation, no doubt I would make the exact same choice that Teresa Mendoza made. Um, so that was one of the thing, and one of the things that we did. And I think that that's really helped service us in the, in the sense that people felt like they could relate to this character. You know, she's a character with a, with a strong moral code, and that's kind of her superpower. You know, people love her, and the, and, the, and the family that surrounds her on the show, they're there because of her loyalty. So instead of rising through the ranks of the cartel world because she's more brutal than the men in the world, she's done it a different way. She's proven to be more loyal than anyone in the world. And that has not only brought this loyal team and, and what we call her familia to surround her and support her, but I think it's also really endeared her to the audience. And so, yeah, so to, to make a point, we, you're, we really haven't had um, that type of pushback. And, and I think the other part of that is the fact that she's a woman in a world that is generally dominated by men. So seeing her come at it from a female perspective, I think, is also... I've been one of the things that people celebrated. You know, there's a lot of uh, female empowerment that happens in the show and that is expressed through her character. And I think 
Um, on the contrary, instead of being attacked, actually, it's been celebrated for that. Very interesting. We've been speaking with Benjamin Lovato for USA Network's Queen of the South, now in their fifth and final season. Wrapping up the Familia, that's got to be a little bit melancholy and sad for you guys, but we just have about 30 seconds. Uh, what's what's coming next for you, Benjamin? Uh, what's coming next? I, you know, there's there are a lot of things that I'm, that I'm looking at. Um, I directed an episode this season that people are very excited about, and so now I'm having conversations um, to direct projects. And so that's very exciting for me. And there's a, there are a couple of other projects that we have out to the uh, – the town now so we'll see we'll see what happens and um i some of them i can't really talk about because they're very early but all very exciting and all kind of the thing that i do which is uh muscular drama with a heart and i think that's kind of <laughs> well we have one thing in common that's, that's I, worked, I worked at it i worked at a tennis tournament in oakland in 1981 as a 16 year old for the brand new usa network so we have that in common benjamin everybody oh, check that's out amazing yeah, everybody check out Queen of the South. Ben, thanks for coming on, man. Congratulations, and let's catch up down the road. Thanks, Rick. Thanks for having me. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. 
Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Oh, come now. Don't be ashamed. We all have our idiosyncrasies. you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face, he would clown you. Oh, we got another two hours to go. Comedian T.K. Kirkland, comedian Mark Ellis, and author Michael G. Long will join us here. Wrote a Jackie Robinson book, and it is Jackie Robinson Day. And yes, when I was 16, I worked as a gopher on the USA Network's Virginia Slims tennis tournament. And I was in the truck... And I realized then I never wanted to work in a production truck. But that was the story I told about Al Troutwig grabbing me by the arm and yelling at me really loudly. Oh, I've told that story a million times. Not a big fan of Al Troutwig. Mary Carrillo, though, very, very nice. But yes, 1981, Oakland Coliseum, the USA Cable Network, as it was called back then. They used to brag. People used to throw the word cable in there, like saying, we're not over the air. We're the USA Cable Network. They're still around. All right. I'm all because of me. We have another two hours to go. Come on back on Byline. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. The Minneapolis police officer charged in the George Floyd murder trial, Derek Chauvin, will not testify. Judge Peter Cahill, a 14-year veteran of the bench, with instructions directed at Mr. Chauvin. He can give you advice, and you can take that advice or reject that advice. But the decision ultimately has to be yours and not his. Uh, is this your decision not to testify? It is, Your Honor. All right. Do you have any questions about your right to remain silent or to testify on your own behalf? Not at this time, I don't. All right. Has anyone uh, promised anything or threatened you in any way to keep you from testifying? 
no promises or threats, Your Honor. Do you feel that your decision not to testify is a voluntary one on your behalf? Yes, it is. The trial is now in the prosecution's rebuttal phase. The trial could go to the jury very soon. We'll keep you updated. We are USA Radio News. Newsmax, you like Newsmax, I like it too. Trump is right. Millions are tuning into Newsmax TV and going to Newsmax.com for real news. Some polls give Joe Biden a high job approval, even 60%. Now Newsmax is asking if you agree with that. Do you really approve of Joe Biden, his policies, and $4 trillion in spending? And do you think President Trump did a better job? Let us know. Vote in the Newsmax poll right now. Just text the word NORTH to 39747. That's NORTH to 39747. It takes just a minute. Let America know who you like better, Biden or Trump. Tens of millions are watching Newsmax TV. Now on all major cable systems, smart TVs, and OTT platforms. And vote now in the Newsmax poll. Just text the word NORTH to 39747. That's NORTH to 39747. Let your voice be heard and watch Newsmax today. Military leaders since the beginning of time will tell you, never give your enemies your plans. Tim Berg from the Phoenix USA Radio News Bureau has more on the U.S. pullout of Afghanistan. This is the worst possible outcome, is to pull up and leave and hope that things will turn out well. Republican Senator from South Carolina, Lindsey Graham, reacting to President Biden's decision to pull all U.S. troops out of Afghanistan. Today, Biden unveiling his plan to end U.S. military involvement in Afghanistan by September 11th of this year. Troops will begin slowly leaving Afghanistan starting on May 1st. Graham continues. President Biden unfortunately has chosen the highest risk option available, which is to leave no matter what. Republicans and some Democrats say it could embolden the Taliban, while the president says it's time to end the forever war. Congressional Democrats plan to introduce legislation today to expand the U.S. Supreme Court by four justices, a proposal that promises to draw fierce opposition from Republicans. USA Radio News. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, and I want to tell you that arthritis is not a genetic thing. It's not a disease of aging. Neither is osteoporosis. Get a hold of my book. It's all in your head. It goes into the 25 different diseases you get when you have osteoporosis of the skull. These are all reversible. You take the healthy bone and joint pack, the MSM, vitamin D3, stay away from all the bad foods, including gluten, and guess what? You'll regrow all your bones, including your skull and your legs and your hips and everything else. Contact us at usaradiohealth.com. That's usaradiohealth.com. As the border crisis continues to spiral out of control, several U.S. governors are telling the Biden administration, not in my backyard, to illegal immigrants. Dan Naraki from the Ohio USA Radio News Bureau reports. The Department of Health and Human Services is reportedly spending about $60 million a week to care for unaccompanied minors crossing the southern border. Federal officials continue to look for more space to house these children, looking to quickly build emergency facilities. Several Republican governors have sent the message that they won't be accepting any illegal immigrants in their states. South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem is one of those governors. She tells Fox News that she will turn down any request from federal officials to send illegal aliens to South Dakota. There is always a request made um, I would to the states where the federal government would put the request in and ask. And what I have determined by watching the actions of this president is that he is making America unsafe. Uh, these are people that are crossing our border illegally. We do not know who they are. Multiple news sources have told us that we have people on the terrorist watch list that are getting into this country this way and they're not going to find a place here 
here in South Dakota. On average, the United States accepts 1.18 million legal immigrants per year. The U.S. Senate Homeland Security and Government Affairs Committee will hold an April 22nd hearing on President Biden's three nominees to serve on the U.S. Postal Board of Governors. Wednesday's announcement comes after the United States Postal Service in March outlined a proposed 10-year strategic plan that would slow current first-class delivery standards and raise some prices to counter the $160 billion deficit over time. USA Radio News. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Hour two underway. What you got, what you get. That's what I had had said. Girl, don't act like I didn't when I did. Blah, blah, blah. TK Kirkland, stand-up comedian. He's at Raleigh Goodnights there in Carolina. You can check him out uh, this weekend. Drop on by. Also, we have uh, Mark Ellis coming up. Is that the guy who played second base for the A's? No, it's different Mark Ellis. Uh, but uh, we also uh, have Michael G. Long. What's up, G? Maybe I should say that to him. See what he says. What's up, G? What you got? Let's see what he says. Maybe he'll roll with it. Maybe not. But uh, either way, it's uh, great to have you with us listening coast to coast, border to border, and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. What you get is what you got. Yes, that's what I had had said. Listening to that national newscast there from USA Radio News. Uh, is that what they're called? CRN? I forget what they're called. Anyway, they uh, said, uh, you know, you get your second vaccine, you might have a stomach ache that won't go away or a headache that won't go away. Isn't that relative terms? If you have a stomach ache or a headache that won't go away, don't you have to jump off a bridge? You mean a long-lasting stomach ache? It's like the, I heard a guy say he went to a yoga teacher and the yoga teacher said, breathe in, breathe out. Breathing never stops. It is eternal. And he goes, no, we're all going to stop breathing someday. Just want <laughs> to let you know that it does, in fact, stop. Sorry. Uh, but uh, anyway, so I'm getting my second vax today, actually. And uh, I'm not planning on anything uh 
messing with me, but like you said, these are things out of my control. I'm not planning on it. I'm not psychosomatically figuring out, oh, someone said, take a day off. Do it on a Friday. I'm like, why would I ruin Saturday if it did hurt me? I'd rather be miserable on the air tomorrow with Jan Wall, my friend. She'll pick me up and carry me, right? Right? Crickets. All right. Now, we love Jannie. See her tomorrow. But we got another two hours to go. So come on back after a brief break right here on Byline. Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. Hi, this is Ron Barr, and I've got great news for anyone suffering from ongoing pain due to aging, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living. Relief Factor is a 100% research-based formula that was created to combat the root causes of inflammation. Relief Factor is designed to address sore muscles, stiff joints, aches, and the general discomfort you may feel. There are four key ingredients, and each approaches the body's natural inflammatory response function from a different metabolic pathway. And they've got something special for Sports Byline Network listeners. You can get their three-week quick start program for just $19.95. That's only 95 cents a day. Head to relieffactor.com or call 1-800-500-8384. Relief Factor helps to support a healthy response to inflammation and decreases discomfort from the effects of daily living. And you can get yours at relieffactor.com or by calling 1-800-500-8384. Your life, your freedom. Get back to living at relieffactor.com. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, 
Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Check me out, Rick Tittle, with you coast to coast, around the world on American Forces Radio Network. You know I love the comedy, and so it's great to welcome back to the show stand-up comedian T.K. Kirkland. He is down Tobacco Road. Check him out tonight at Raleigh Goodnights. He's got two shows tomorrow night, two shows on Saturday. He's even got a Sunday night show as well. The Gangsta of Comedy. TK, how cool is it, man, that to actually get back into real clubs again and not have to like go on a rooftop or a parking lot? Oh, you know what? That's good. But just one thing, I, I, t- I try to tell people I am not the gangster of comedy. I'm just comedian TK Kirkland. I don't even be associated with gangster. <laughs> what? I'm why does lo- why I'm is that the Lord I look at always is that other people calling you that? You're not calling yourself that then. Right. It's other people calling it and believe it or not, there's another comic who really I gave that thing away, that title away in the early nineties because as you grow in this business, you want to be able to work everywhere. So if someone reads that somewhere and they say gangster, <laughs> they may not want to book you for the show. So I take those words out, understanding my growth in this business, and I want to be working, if I can, to 98. Well, whoever's running your website, it's on your official website. you got to delete that. <laughs> I, will, I will get on as soon as we get off the phone. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so how are you, funny. by the way? <laughs> I'm doing all right. Thanks for asking, man. Um, you know, a guy born in Jersey but raised in Compton, I just wonder, especially after the uh, – the NWA movie came out when you saw suburban kids wearing shirts that said straight out of Compton and, and thug life. Did that just make you laugh? What did you think of that? Well, it blew us away. And let me tell you people about the story from Jersey city to Compton. Um, when I left Jersey city, I, was, I went on a track scholarship to Arizona state, got my master's degree in speech communications at Cal state Northridge. Fast forward years later, 1985, I started with the great Robin Harris. Then I toured with Keith Sweat, um, Bobby Brown, those guys, and Tina Marie. And I ran into this gentleman at the Forum in Los Angeles, California. Um, They had a great intermission. It was a song played, and the crowd lost their mind. I walked up to him. I said, hey, I'm comedian T.K. Kirkland. He said, I'm the great Easy e Easy e Ice Cube, Dr. Dre came to see me perform at the Comedy Store on Sunset Boulevard. They mm-hmm. took me on my first national tour straight out of Compton in 1988. So I always, that's my way of showing love to the late Easy e by saying by Jersey City by way of Compton, California. I'm not originally from Compton. I hung out in Compton, but that's my way of paying tribute to the man who gave me my national starting. Gotcha. So you talk about the store, and I love that place. How did you deal oh, with Oh, yeah, a lot Mitzi? of history, a lot of history. What was it like dealing with Mitzi Shore? Mitzi was quiet. You know, she was already kind of old when I started in 1985. So mm-hmm. she was quiet, um, but she ran a strong hand because a couple of situations happened during my tender there, and um, we had to deal with certain things. But we got, we got past it, and she was a lovely, quiet woman. So were you there in the days when you got three different, you got the belly room, you got the OR, you got the main room, everything's sold out, sold out. Are you in the days when like Eddie Griffin would go up and just do three hours and no one else would get to perform? (laughs) Oh yeah. I remember though. I remember those days, but believe it or not, I'm so well respected that if I walked in the room, people would give me 
the time that I want. But what I love about the main room, the original room, the belly room, when I was starting, the people loved me so much. And this is one of the reasons Missy had us had a problem. I would get the people from the main room follow me to the belly room. From the belly room to the original room. And the people would literally follow me with me truly doing different shows in every room. And the comedians um, disliked that, that I would take everybody out the room. So it was just a great <laughs> journey. Yeah, those uh, those inner hallways, everything does kind of connect. I can see that. A couple more questions for T.K. Kirkland at Raleigh Goodnights this weekend. You um, you talk about your education and the master's degree, and you call yourself a businessman, which not a lot of comedians do. Um, you help out a lot of people with the finances and things. What What is that about your business savvy that, that uh, you've been able to succeed that way, T.K.? Well, I come up in the streets, even though I was a college graduate, um, I still was a hustler. So I, I dealt with everything in the streets that you uh, could think of. But when I really sit back and really think about all the knowledge I, I obtained in this world, it's truly the DNA from my mother and father. What I have in me is just instilled in me. I try to give it to the people the knowledge, but it's the, the ability to, um, to read, to comprehend, but it's also the ability to find people who are smarter than you and bring them on as a team. You learn from them. And then what I do when I'm on stage, I talk about everything from the, the poison of the ocean out there in this universe to um, plastic bottles to people saving their money, getting ready for their legacy, getting ready to what you're going to leave your children, understanding property, finding grants for um, business owners, um, how to fill out a PPP loan, um, an SBA loan. Um, those things of the nature. And I have a team from um, the University of Ohio, all these things to really help out the culture. You know, also you think about the, um, but during the pandemic, something that we could keep going that we didn't even have 10 years ago are these podcasts. And you have the TK Kirkland show going strong, more than 200 episodes. How have you been able to reach fans and probably a, a whole new set of fans through the podcast? Yeah, it's been word of mouth pretty much. And the young generation, whatever you want to call this generation, I uh, I would say I got reborn again or reintroduced to the culture. Uh, maybe five, six years ago, I went on The Breakfast Club, Charlemagne the God, DJ Envy, Angela Yee. And my story was just so phenomenal that before I hit the, the ground, every, almost every major podcast in the country was calling me to get me on their show. What I've taken from everybody around the world is that my honesty – um, my pureness, my rawness is catching up. And the people who are in their 20s now who are going through lifetime experiences, who are um, experiencing pitfalls and um, trials and tribulations are contributing to my podcast for changing their life or at least getting them the blueprint how to proceed, men and women, because everybody out here is just winging it for themselves. And sometimes you could wing it for yourself. You could dig it, uh, a hole so deep that you can't dig yourself out of. So my wisdom, my experiences, teach people that. And all the trouble and things I went through, I tell people, if you haven't gone through anything, you can't teach nothing. So I allow my pain, my knowledge, um, and I deliver it to other people, but I don't wear my pain on my sleeve. I, I'm resilient towards that. 
I don't need therapy. Like some people, they go through things. They need therapy. If a female breaks up with a certain guy, she takes out on other guy. Um, the generation of men today um, want to commit suicide or kill the girl or kill the baby and the girl um, because someone breaks up with them. And I try to explain to them that um, you don't have to do that, especially when there's a group of college women and men graduating in June. <laughs> very, in- very interesting. Last question for you. Who's a comedian that maybe took you under his wing and said, you're good, keep at it? And then also, who's a comedian that maybe, you know, some doorman that you said, hey, keep at it, and, and now they're a success? Mm, well, um, I don't have my favorite comedian, because when I came up in the business, that's why I have my own identity in this game. So I didn't um, carbon copy any comics. So all of them were good. I would base my determination based on a few things by being a track star having that instilled in me with my uh, track team but it's always the people it's the people that know you the people that see you that know that have seen your show that um keeps giving you the strength and the ability to keep going so even though i've been doing this 30 something years and i've pretty had a lot of success in hip-hop see my my main success over the last 30 something years was hip-hop i toured with um Jay-Z um, and Hard Life Life Tour and Damon Dash over there. I toured with the, um, Little Baby and Little Wayne over the Cash Money Millionaires. I toured with Luke. I toured with Ludacris. I toured with Teddy Riley and Guy, N.W.A., um, um, Nelly and those guys. Um, there's no other comic in the country, Public Enemy, Kid and Play. I toured with them all. And it's just been a great phenomenon. I mean, with the Whispers, Patti LaBelle, Frankie Beverly and Mays. Those shows before I got took off and stand up um, kept me alive, kept me going, and the people I took under my wing, which is a very small crew who I put on in this game, from D.L. Hughley, he'll tell everybody that I'm his mentor, to the great Mike Epps, who um, I brought into this game back in the day, to Godfrey, who's one of my favorite friends, favorite person, favorite comedian. I took him out of Chicago and brought him to um, New York City. And I had the pleasure also of managing Sandra Bullock with a gen- two gentlemen named Tommy Chestero and David Klingman from Artistry Management. And because I was a street hustler at the time trying to find myself, I always kept my identity low. And my partners, David and Tommy Chestero, knew of my ability, but I had to stay low-key so that I wouldn't... Um, destroy the company or give us a bad rep, but only a few people knew. So here we are today. We're going to be at good night, um, starting tonight at 8 p.m. on Friday, 7.30, 10 p.m., Saturday, 7.30, 10 p.m., and Sunday, 7 p.m. What I want to say to everybody in Raleigh, I see people coming in from different parts of the state to come see T.K. Kirkland. I just want everybody to know there's a movement going on. It's a powerful moving going on that y'all are um, my shows are selling out people are truly interested in the word of tk kirkland and i'm not like your most comedians i know some comedians get on the radio and they want to be silly and goofy there's a change in the comedy world and where you don't have to really be a silly person you still can be funny still can deliver your message and still have that sense of humor as well as teaching and i take pride in being that comic 
There he is, T.K. Kirkland. Get your tickets at goodnightscomedy.com. Or if you can't get to the show, remember to check out the podcast, T.K. Kirkland yes. Show. Hey, man, yes, uh, thanks for coming on. And uh, hopefully later this summer when we open up here in San Francisco, we'd love to have you in studio, man. Oh, I would love to. And um, shout out to Tommy T's out there. Matter of fact, I'll be there in October, so hopefully we can do that. To the fans around the uh, world, I know he's getting in the show. Follow me on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. To the first 10 people that hit me, I'll give you free tickets to the show. Um, to the other people, hit the link in my bio. Get your tickets to good night. To this gentleman, listen to me, my man. Thank you so much for having me on your show. And to the rest of the world, may your pain be champagne. There you go. Free tickets, y'all. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Byline. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. 
So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Wait! She must have meant 10 o'clock at night. Do you think? Why would she have you meet her in a bar at 10 in the morning? I just figured she was a raging alcoholic. wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. Jeez Louise, that is some aggro stuff. Mark Ellis coming up in the next segment. He'll talk about how at the University of Florida, he was the shortstop and David Eckstein was the second baseman. What's that? Oh, a different Mark Ellis. As I mentioned, in Major League Baseball, the we've had two no-hitters in a week, and it's April. <clears throat> and uh, both of them would have been perfect games were it not for a hit-by-pitch. But speaking of pitching, uh, and listen, guys like Jesus Lazardo are saying, wait, we're supposed to be doing well right now? Uh, how about Corbin Burns? Corbin Burns, young pitcher, you think about the Brewers when he got hurt down the stretch. It really ruined things for them. He's just, uh, he's hot, hot, hot. And what he did last night, by overwhelming the Chicago Cubs en route to a, a seven to nothing beatdown victory, it represented <clears throat> not just that the Brewers have won four out of five to improve to seven and five, but he struck out ten Cubs in six shutout innings, permitting just two hits and no walks on eighty-one pitches. He has not walked a batter this year in eighteen and a third. And he has 30 strikeouts. He is the first pitcher in Major League Baseball since 1906. We had a quake back here then. 1906, that's obviously 115 years to begin a season with 30 strikeouts and no walks. Once again, 30 strikeouts, no walks. What's the ERA, you ask? Under a half, 0.49. And the formula is simple. He throws the cutter almost all the time. It's almost like Mariano Rivera as a starter. Now, obviously, he can't throw it the whole time. <clears throat> because if you're going to go 83 pitches, you got to mix it up a little bit. And he does have a secondary, or, or as I like to say, thirdary uh, pitch as well. Uh, and that basically is his changeup, which is pretty devastating. He threw 15 changeups, and six of them were a swinging strike three. 
I've always thought that the changeup, and I've never really faced a real changeup, because even in high school, the way they would try to teach you to do a circle change, kids don't want to do that because you feel like you're barely holding on to the ball. But that's the thing. The arm motion is the same. The release point is the same, at least uh, for your arm, your arm slot. And the velocity of your arm is the same. It's just that because you're only holding it with your three bottom fingers, it's not going to go as fast. It's a pretty ingenious thing. How can we make this look like the fastball I've been throwing over and over and over again? Well, don't hold on to it. <laughs> make your hand weaker. And <clears throat> so Burns is uh, receiving a lot of attention as the, uh, he already has received a lot of attention, but he's the hottest pitcher in baseball right now. And and how about just the Brewers' rotation? They set a record last night with their eight consecutive start featuring five-plus innings and one or fewer runs. That's never happened in the history of the Brewers. There's only one Brewers starter who stinks. Do you know who that is? Yep, that's Brett Anderson. Brett Anderson and I believe Tim Cahill are still around. Brett Anderson's ERA is four and a half. He's not a disaster, but everybody else on the rotation is a 2-5 or under. We're talking Brandon Woodruff. By the way, Brandon Woodruff's strikeout to walk ratio is 19 to 3. He's got a 2-1-2. Adrian Hauser has a 1-9-0. Freddie Peralta is a 0-6-9, and he doesn't even lead the team. So the Brewers have needed this rotation to have a winning record because the offense stinks. And you're talking about some pretty good outfielders in Yelich and Kane. But <laughs> right now, if you think about the on-base uh, percentages right now, the only two teams who have a weaker on-base percentage than the Brewers are the Rockies, no surprise, and the Cubbies. A little bit of a surprise there. It's still early. The other thing is Judd Lowry. Um, I talked about him yesterday. Who's going to turn 37 on Saturday? All these things that he's doing in April. It's great. And as I said, a guy like Lasardo not having a good April. Once again, it's April. And then we can even say sometimes it's May. But once you get to June, I mean, obviously all these games count now. It started on opening day on April Fool's Day. But once you get to June, you, you, have, you have to stop saying it's early. Right now, we just sort of dismiss all the good and all the bad. as It's early. It's April. It doesn't matter. Who was that kid that played for Detroit, what, 15 years ago, and he had a million home runs in April? I can't even remember his name. So that's just my point, right? But then again, remember when Eric Davis was with the Reds and he hit like 15 home runs in April? Or when um, the kid with the Rangers, the number one overall pick, the hell was it? Oh, Hamilton. Remember him? That April he had? They would continue on. They would continue on. So what's real and what's not, we don't know. We don't know if it's smoke and mirrors. But uh, you'd rather be doing well than not. As I said, this is not practice time. This is the real deal. And by the way, Corbin Burns, 
St. Mary's College athlete. Just like your boy. Oh, we have so much in common. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Bible. Syntec is back and better than ever at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Syntec is a premium full synthetic motor oil option at an affordable price. Right now, get five quarts of Syntec full synthetic and a Wix filter for just $29.99. Syntec is formulated for today's engines to minimize friction, heat, and wear. Try Syntec today exclusively at O, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. To all you do-it-yourselfers, get ready to welcome Fram into the fam. Because America's number one oil filter brand now has their own new line of motor oil and fluids. And it's only at Advance and CarQuest Auto Parts. Stop into Advance and choose from four new Fram oil change bundles starting at just $20.99. They have the oil and filters you need to keep your engine running stronger, longer. Advance your auto at Advance Auto Parts and participating CarQuest locations. See store for details. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Uh, what kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western.
Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. Uh, that hurts my feelings. Not really. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show Rotten Tomatoes contributing editor and the co-host of the Rotten Tomatoes is Wrong podcast, Mark Ellis, uh, as we get ready for a new uh, year of uh, baseball. And of course, there are many baseball movies out there uh, as well. Talk about it. Anyway, Mark, welcome to the show. Uh, what's new, I guess, is what I'll say. We'll start off with a just a vague question like that. What's new? I can take a vagary, Rick. I think <laughs> that baseball in particular is a game that treasures its records. And I'll just tell you this. Your chicken wing record is safe because <laughs> I can maybe get about 20 boneless down and then I'm out. <laughs> you know what? The... Uh... The Skype kind of skipped there. You said something about getting a bone down. <laughs> That's not a good place for Skype to skip. But uh, yeah, I, I am. I'm a bone out chicken wing kind of guy. And so if you took down 200 bone bone out or bone in, it, it, it's an impressive thing. I am. It's an honor to be talking to such a chicken wing legend. I remember in the 60s, they used to have those bone ins. Remember? That's a little before my time. I'm going to have to do my research. Maybe Ken Burns should make a documentary about it. All right. Uh, speaking of that, he was on my show last week, but we were talking Hemingway. Very highbrow. You are from the D.C. area. So as a kid, it was all about the O's, but you got a soft spot for the Nats, too. Is that right? That's very true. Yeah. And it's easy to have a soft spot for the Nationals <laughs> now because they have a World Series championship that I can brag about. But yeah, I'm, my, my heart is always going to be in Baltimore. I still remember as a very little kid going to Memorial Stadium and getting to chant the first name of my first favorite baseball player, Eddie Murray. The entire stadium would be chanting Eddie, Eddie, when he got up to bat. And more often than not, Eddie did something good with it. He is he's one of those guys that I think if, if he was a little more media friendly, he would be in the Hall of Fame right now. And, and he deserves to be regardless. Very intimidating hitter. And what was it like in the days you had Cal Sr. as the skipper? There's Cal at short. There's Billy at second. It was a family affair at Memorial, wasn't it? Yeah, and it was a great baseball card. And I want to say it, it was either Tops or Don Russ. There was a card that was all three of them together that I remember getting as a little kid and thinking this is going to be my beach house in Hawaii. So the card didn't end up being worth that much, but the sentimental value in my family is, uh, is pretty strong. I know you're a Rick Dempsey fan, and when I think of him, I remember a collision at home plate with Bo Jackson and the shoulder hit Dempsey's knee and it flipped up in the air. And I remember Roy Firestone of ESPN was interviewing Rick and Rick said, it's like getting hit by a car. And Roy laughed and Rick got mad. He goes, I'm serious. It's like getting hit by a car. What, what was it about Rick Dempsey behind the dish that you liked so much? I mean, it, it was like that MTV show Jackass where you just never know what's going to happen with Rick Dempsey <laughs> as catcher. And the best part about Rick Dempsey is that he had enough personality for the entire Baltimore Orioles team. He is the guy, every team needs one, who would go out during a rainout with the tarp up, and he's the guy that would just run around the bases and basically treat the baseball diamond tarp like his own giant slip and slide, and the crowd's going wild. He's an all-around entertainer, and you got to have one of those 
fellas on a team that's got a screw loose. It's like any great baseball movie where it's just a collection of ragtag individuals who somehow make it work. Rick Dempsey should be a character in any baseball flick. You know, speaking of Cal Ripken Jr., um, we have a lot of studios uh, in San Francisco that we rent out. And about 10 years ago, Cal was in another one. And we rarely do this, but uh, we completely shanghaied him as he was leaving. And, and I got him to sit in the studio with me for about 15 minutes. And it was a really cool interview. But the handlers were having a heart attack uh, because that wasn't in the plan. Have you ever got a chance to, to meet your, your idol, Cal? I have never had the opportunity to shake the man's hand. I've just been such a fan of Cal Ripken, really the entire family for as long as I can remember. And it was such a special moment getting to go to Camden Yards for the first time with my old man. And we ate about 3000 calories on Utah Street there and then getting to see Cal up to the plate. He hit one out that day, which he wasn't necessarily known for hitting home runs unless he was tying or breaking Lou Gehrig's record <laughs> for the most consecutive games played where he hit a dinger each time. And it's just one of those mythological things that I am looking forward to telling my grandkids about. Well, scratch that. I don't really want kids, but the niece and nephew have already heard the story. <laughs> he, he did it in the all-star game too. Yeah. He was uh, uh -huh. Mr. Timing. All right. Let's talk about your relationship. You're a, a Rotten Tomatoes guy. As I said, the co-host of the Rotten Tomatoes is Wrong podcast. You love the banter, their discussion about whether movies are great or lame, right? That's what you do, Mark. It's one of my favorite things to do because that's what we all do when we go out to see theaters and hopefully we're all back to doing that soon when it's safe and you see a movie and that's not the end of your night. You go across the street or you go out in the lobby or you're out in the parking lot and you're just debating the merits of said film with your friends. That's one of the best parts of seeing a flick is that you get that community experience in the theater and then afterwards, and now we have social media and we can argue about it online. But the fun thing about Rotten Tomatoes is wrong. The podcast is that it's a celebration of movies. So even if it's films that aren't necessarily highly rated on the tomato meter, they might even be rotten. That's why we get to say Rotten Tomatoes is wrong, because there's a lot of movies out there that folks love that maybe the critics weren't too easy on, but it's your opinion is still the strongest. And so celebrating movies and particularly when it's baseball season and on Jackie Robinson Day, especially you get to look back and, and talk about those baseball movies that influenced your life that made you fall in love with the game yeah there's no doubt that popularity does not mean good movie i mean every movie right now is a superhero movie and i can't tell any of them uh, apart <laughs> but let's talk about baseball movies because i have i have made i don't know if i would say made a lot of enemies but i make a lot of people sick when i i, I talk about uh these movies that are so put up on a pedestal and they did nothing for me. I thought I saw Field of Dreams in the theater when it came out. It's the only time I saw it. I thought it was the cheesiest thing I ever had to sit through. I couldn't wait for it to end. Bull Durham, I saw once in the theater. Seeing Tim Robbins in his jock strap, it, the movie did nothing for me. Major League, I loved. I thought it was hilarious. But when I say I don't like Field of Dreams and I don't like Bull Durham, people want to punch me in the face. What? How do? You, I'm sure you get stuff like this from people all the time. How do you respond to that? 
Well, when you say you don't like Bull Durham or Field of Dreams all that much, that's fine because each movie hits you differently and you might have a soft spot for it. For me, Field of Dreams now, when I watch it, it's one of my favorite baseball movies simply because I know what we're building towards and I like when a movie affects my emotion. And so eventually we arrive at that scene where James Earl Jones's character, Terrence Mann, is telling us about the history of baseball and how tied in it is with America. And that gets my juices flowing a little bit. And then when you have Kevin Costner and he sees his old man behind the plate and he just says those words, hey, dad, you want to have a catch? It just gets me every time, which means I might be a cheesy individual. And I'm fine with that. Cheese is delicious. And Field of Dreams is 87 (laughs) percent certified fresh. And so I have no problem saying I love Field of Dreams, but I will also stump for your movie. Major League is not only one of the best baseball movies. It is one of the singularly greatest comic performances I have ever witnessed from Bob Euchre in the booth. He is perfection. (laughs) I cannot imagine anyone else in that role. And I think that's a large reason why Major League is certified fresh as well. It's 83%. So I think you might have missed on a couple of the Kevin Costner flicks, but Major League, you hit that one out of the park, Rick. Moneyball was a movie that I enjoyed very much because I'm a lifelong A's fan. I did A's broadcast for more than eight seasons. I We're not best friends, but I know Billy Bean to a certain extent. I just couldn't believe they made a movie uh, about my team. Now, a lot of it was farcical, but I think that's one of the reasons I like it so much is because no one does a movie about the Oakland Coliseum. So I'm biased that way. For you, you're not an A's fan. How did you see Moneyball? I grew up in, I was an Air Force brat, and so we moved all over the country a bunch. And so after my, or in between stints in Maryland, we actually lived in Northern California for a couple of years. So I was aware of the Bash Brothers when I was a little kid. And so I had some A's in my blood, but then Moneyball comes out and Bennett Miller, who directed the film, did such a great job of not dumbing down the process of analytics and what Billy Bean was trying to pioneer for baseball hardcore fans like you and me, but it was also palatable for the rest of moviegoers to get invested in it because there was such great drama happening. The movie's 94% certified fresh on the tomato meter, and you probably can guess this. My favorite thing about Moneyball is that a few of the shots on the field, you actually see the real Oakland A second baseman at that time, who happens to be named Mark Ellis. So if you're named me, I'm going to root for your team. Yeah, you got a great fielding percentage there, I got to say. Also, (laughs) (laughs) these aren't movies per se when I say documentaries, but, you know, I love 30 for 30s and I loved The Last Dance with Michael Jordan. And I'm not a Bulls fan. I'm just a a fan. And I, I ate up every second of The Last Dance. What did you think of that? Oh, it's it's worthy of its 97 percent on the tomato meter because the last dance, first of all, I mean, it got every one of us through the early part of the pandemic. Right. You're sitting at home. You're you're starred for new content. There's no sports out. Here comes Michael Jordan once again to save the day with that 10 part documentary (laughs) series and not the least interesting part of which was his journey to baseball and back. And if you mentioned 30 for 30s, there's also Jordan rides the bus. which is about Michael Jordan's minor league experience. And it's so interesting to hear the folks that were coaching him during that couple of years 
Terry Francona was the minor league manager of the team that Jordan played for. And still to this day, Terry Francona says, look, if Jordan had stuck with baseball, he thinks he could have been playing in the big leagues. What? I know you're not a big superhero movie guy. What a cool alternate universe that that could be. It's a Spider-Man movie. It's a Flash movie where we just go to this different realm. And Michael Jordan actually stuck with baseball and made it to the majors. <laughs> Great stuff from uh, Mark Ellis, uh, comedian, podcast host, uh, as I mentioned, the Rotten Tomatoes is Wrong podcast and a contributing editor. First of all, congratulations. When I, you know, it used to be Siskel and Ebert. Now Rotten Tomatoes basically rules the reviewing world. So congratulations on that. And then for how do, how do people follow you and get in contact with you, Mark? I'm easy to talk to on social media. You can hit me anywhere that I engage, which is usually Instagram and Twitter these days at Mark Ellis Live. And I'm also a comedian and I'll be performing at the La Jolla Comedy Store May 7th through 9th. So excited to be back on the road and doing some dates like that. But when you're not on stage and you just want to chill and you just want to relax, throw on a great baseball movie. Okay, it doesn't have to have Kevin Costner in it, Rick, but there's a <laughs> lot of great baseball flicks out there. And I'll say 42 on this day of all days. Check out 42. It's the Jackie Robinson story starring the late, great Chadwick Boseman. Harrison Ford is Branch Rickey. And it really is a worthwhile film that lives up to the Jackie Robinson legacy. Waterworld wasn't baseball, was it? <laughs> I think that was that was that was a big rain out that day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, very good. Mark Ellis, everybody. Mark, thanks for coming on, man. And let's catch up down the road. Appreciate you, Rick. I'll get on the chicken wings. <laughs> All right. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Pilot. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, my heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. 
They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. When do broadcasters go too far? Where does hilarity stop and vulgarity begin? I remember how it all began. I used to sing dirty rap to my east side fans back then. I knew you couldn't stop this rap. No MC could rock like that. In the style came the bass got deeper. He gave up the mic and bought you a beeper. Don't ask Rick Tittle to bring it, because it already done got brought. All right, we have another hour to go. Michael G. Long, the, the author of 42 Today about Jackie Robinson, will appear on Jackie Robinson Day. The Basketball Hall of Fame just announced in the last hour that Michael Jordan will be the presenter for Kobe Bryant's enshrinement, which is really cool and fitting. And also, LaMarcus Aldridge has announced his immediate retirement. He was diagnosed with an irregular heartbeat and, uh, of course, just acquired by Brooklyn. But he said, for 15 years, I put basketball first, and now it is time to put my health and family first. Uh, 15 years, that's, uh, that's not too bad, uh, for sure. Uh, but anyway, <clears throat> the, uh, yeah, the Jordan thing at the Hall, that's going to be must-see TV, and I'm sure people will have that stupid meme of Jordan crying. I've never understood the thing where people would try to mock someone else and they'd put the head of Jordan. Jordan's the greatest basketball player of all time. Like, it's a if you put the Jordan head on me, it's a compliment. I never really understood how that was supposed to be like some kind of mockery. All right, I can't understand anything. I'll get Colin Mockery. He'll explain it. we got another hour together. Come on back.
USA Radio News with Lance Pry. The Minneapolis police officer charged in the George Floyd murder trial, Derek Chauvin, will not testify. Judge Peter Cahill, a 14-year veteran of the bench with instructions directed at Mr. Chauvin. He can give you advice and you can take that advice or reject that advice. But the decision ultimately has to be yours and not his. Uh, is this your decision not to testify? It is, Your Honor. All right. Do you have any questions about your right to remain silent or to testify on your own behalf? Not at this time, I don't. All right. Has anyone uh, promised anything or threatened you in any way to keep you from testifying? No promises or threats, Your Honor. Do you feel that your decision not to testify is a voluntary one on your behalf? Yes, it is. The trial is now in the prosecution's rebuttal phase. The trial could go to the jury very soon. We'll keep you updated. We are USA Radio News. Newsmax, you like Newsmax, I like it too. Trump is right. Millions are tuning into Newsmax TV and going to Newsmax.com for real news. Some polls give Joe Biden a high job approval, even 60%. Now Newsmax is asking if you agree with that. Do you really approve of Joe Biden, his policies, and $4 trillion in spending? And do you think President Trump did a better job? Let us know. Vote in the Newsmax poll right now. Just text the word NORTH to 39747. That's NORTH to 39747. It takes just a minute. Let America know who you like better, Biden or Trump. Tens of millions are watching Newsmax TV. Now on all major cable systems, smart TVs, and OTT platforms. And vote now in the Newsmax poll. Just text the word NORTH to 39747. That's NORTH to 39747. Let your voice be heard and watch Newsmax today. Military leaders since the beginning of time will tell you, never give your enemies your plans. Tim Berg from the Phoenix USA Radio News Bureau has more on the U.S. pullout of Afghanistan. This is the worst possible outcome, is to pull up and leave and hope that things will turn out well. Republican Senator from South Carolina, Lindsey Graham, reacting to President Biden's decision to pull all U.S. troops out of Afghanistan. Today, Biden unveiling his plan to end U.S. military involvement in Afghanistan by September 11th of this year. Troops will begin slowly leaving Afghanistan starting on May 1st. Graham continues. President Biden unfortunately has chosen the highest risk option available, which is to leave no matter what. Republicans and some Democrats say it could embolden the Taliban, while the president says it's time to end the forever war. Congressional Democrats plan to introduce legislation today to expand the U.S. Supreme Court by four justices, a proposal that promises to draw fierce opposition from Republicans. USA Radio News. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, and I want to tell you that arthritis is not a genetic thing. It's not a disease of aging. Neither is osteoporosis. Get a hold of my book. It's all in your head. It goes into the 25 different diseases you get when you have osteoporosis of the skull. These are all reversible. You take the healthy bone and joint pack, the MSM, vitamin D3, stay away from all the bad foods, including gluten, and guess what? You'll regrow all your bones, including your skull and your legs and your hips and everything else. Contact us at usaradiohealth.com. That's usaradiohealth.com. As the border crisis continues to spiral out of control, several U.S. governors are telling the Biden administration, not in my backyard, to illegal immigrants. Dan Naraki from the Ohio USA Radio News Bureau reports. The Department of Health and Human Services is reportedly spending about $60 million a week to care for unaccompanied minors crossing the southern border. Federal officials continue to look for more space to house these children, looking to quickly build emergency facilities. Several Republican governors have sent the message that they won't be accepting any illegal immigrants in their states. South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem 
is one of those governors. She tells Fox News that she will turn down any request from federal officials to send illegal aliens to South Dakota. There is always a request made um, I would to the states where the federal government would put the request in and ask. And what I have determined by watching the actions of this president is that he is making America unsafe. Uh, these are people that are crossing our border illegally. We do not know who they are. Multiple news sources have told us that we have people on the terrorist watch list that are getting into this country this way, and they're not going to find a place here in South Dakota. On average, the United States accepts 1.18 million legal immigrants per year. The U.S. Senate Homeland Security and Government Affairs Committee will hold an April 22nd hearing on President Biden's three nominees to serve on the U.S. Postal Board of Governors. Wednesday's announcement comes after the United States Postal Service in March outlined a proposed 10-year strategic plan that would slow current first-class delivery standards and raise some prices to counter the $160 billion deficit over time. USA Radio News. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast, border to border, around the world on American Forces Radio Network. You know, I, I, as I've said, there are guys who, and gals out there, they're out there. They have to make a name for themselves somehow. And I always just wonder how experts, in quotes, when it comes to sports, can make <clears throat> some claims and that don't make any sense to me. Like, first of all, the mock drafts, everyone now, everyone is just saying Mac Jones to the Niners at three. And the most hilarious comparison is to Tom Brady. Here's another guy that wasn't flashy, that didn't have a strong arm, but a guy, if you kept him upright, he completed passes. You really gonna compare him to Tom Brady? You're gonna take every single dopey guy who's not super athletic and say, hey, Tom Brady's the same way. All right, that's one thing. And that's a joke. I talked about that yesterday. There's no way that Kyle traded two picks, two number ones to move up to take Mac Jones. But Jason LaConfora, a guy I've respected a long time, his mock draft today, he has Justin Fields 7 to Detroit. First of all, Justin Fields is not going to be there at 7. 
even if the teams who draft in order, if he's still hanging around four or five, someone's going to trade up to take him. So that's the first thing. The second thing is, let's say he is available at seven. Detroit, which just traded for a young Jared Goff, why would they draft Justin Fields? What are you going to do with Goff and all the money he's making at his age? They're going to take a chance with a former number one overall pick who took a team to the Super Bowl. So, <laughs> you know, Lockenfora, he probably knows probably knows more about football than I do, but he has Mac Jones three to the Niners and Justin Fields seven to Detroit. Hey, I could be wrong, but how do you look your boss in the eye and be like, yep, I'm smart. How do you look at yourself in the mirror? All right, whatever. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. Hi, this is Ron Barr, and I've got great news for anyone suffering from ongoing pain due to aging, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living. Relief Factor is a 100% research-based formula that was created to combat the root causes of inflammation. Relief Factor is designed to address sore muscles, stiff joints, aches, and the general discomfort you may feel. There are four key ingredients, and each approaches the body's natural inflammatory response function from a different metabolic pathway. And they've got something special for Sports Byline Network listeners. You can get their three-week quick start program for just $19.95. That's only 95 cents a day. Head to relieffactor.com or call 1-800-500-8384. Relief Factor helps to support a healthy response to inflammation and decreases discomfort from the effects of daily living. And you can get yours at relieffactor.com or by calling 1-800-500-8384. Your life, your freedom. Get back to living at relieffactor.com. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Hi, I'm calling to schedule a shipment. Indeed knows unexpected employee turnover can turn your business upside down. Last pickup is at 7. Team, we got to hustle. Like at Sumita's online chai company, to avoid back orders, she needs to get started hiring right, right away. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. And the moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. 
Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first sponsored job post. Terms and conditions apply. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the program. Nice to have you with us. Author Michael G. Long coming up in about a half hour. 1-800-878-PLAY. As we know, the Washington football team is no longer called their former name, and uh, they will be sticking with WFT for at least one more season. But the name could be revamped again in 2022, and the organization has quite a few options to choose from. The team sent out an email to season ticket holders and sickened season ticket holders, second holders, season ticket holders to get some input. <clears throat> and the email was given a list of roughly 10 names and choose between the best, but not every season ticket holder was given the same list. The organization sent out more than 30 team names. And in the email, team president Jason Wright said that Washington will be using input from the fans. He says in the email, this is an ongoing iterative iterative process. What's iterative? Is that a misspelling? This is an ongoing iterative process. I have to look that one up later. <clears throat> We've used focus groups, stakeholder interviews, large-scale surveys, and other qualitative and quantitative approaches to understand what fans and what types of names resonate with our fans they want. To that end, we ask all of you, all caps, for your input on what kinds of names are most meaningful to you, which concepts represent what you love about this organization and what it means to you. So, they said uh, that if you want a new name in place for 2022, they got to do it pretty much now. He said, each of you will be shown a small selection of the broader pool of brainstorm names that we've been getting early feedback on. Please note, this is not a vote for the name, but instead an opportunity to capture insights and perspective that will be so important to this next phase of our rebrand journey. You know, it's funny, gone are the days when the AFL awarded a, their last franchise to Minneapolis. The NFL panic gave them an expansion franchise, which became the Raiders. So then Oakland did get an AFL team. They put it to a contest. The name Seniors won. And everybody's like, we can't call a team the Seniors. And one guy had gone to uh, Colgate, and he said, well, we're the Raiders at college. And they go, let's just call them Raiders. <clears throat> you won't have that type of... Uh, Naming. But here are the names, according to the Washington Post. Are you ready? These are the ones that were submitted to the season ticket holders. Aces, ambassadors, anchors, archers, 
Armada, Aviators, Beacons, <laughs> Belters, Brigade, Commanders, Defenders, Demon Cats, <clears throat> yes, Demon Cats, FCFC for First City Football Club, Griffins, Guardians, Icons, Majors, Monarchs, Pilots, Presidents, Razorbacks, Red Tails, Red Wolves, Red Hogs, Renegades, Riders, R-I-D-E-R-S, not with a W, Rising, just Rising, Royals, Rubies, Swifts, Warriors, DCFC, Washington, D.C. Football Club, Wayfarers, Wild Hogs, W3232 Football Club, woo, or just football team. Well, listen, <laughs> where do I start? You can't just call them Washington football team. It's just, it's too lame. But some of these names, first of all, I don't like names that don't end in a plural. Like rising, it's just stupid. Armada, where demon cats came from, I have no idea. First City Football Club, of course, it's always going to sound like soccer when it ends in FC or AFC. Um, you're not the first city, by the way, uh, unless you're talking about capitals. Um, the one that <laughs> I think would have been fitting was presidents. I think Trump ruined that. But then again, the people who love Trump and hate Biden, that's ruined for them. So 50% <laughs> of the uh, fan base <clears throat> is always going to hate that name. So Washington presidents, uh, it sounds fitting, but that's not going to happen. Razorbacks, really? You know, some of these names are so well established with other teams, like Warriors. You might have been able to snake Warriors before 2015. Not anymore. You really think that you want to call your team the Royals? Do you know that the whole reason our country was founded was to escape, you know, despots and monarchies? And that it is actually constitutional law that we cannot hold royal titles? And you want to call the Washington, D.C. football team the Royals? No. <clears throat> the Wayfarers, all I think of is Ray-Bans, like you do too, right? Now, the Hogs thing, of course, that goes to the cross-dressers during the Joe Gibbs era. The, you think about Mark May and Russ Grimm and all those great offensive linemen. There were, I don't know, a handful of guys, five, six, seven, eight guys, who were in the end zone in the first row who would dress up like pig women. They would cross-dress like women, but then they'd have hog noses. And they were the hogs. Uh, I've never understood. Like, if somebody had an idea, it's like, let's dress like pigs. Like, nah. Come on, let's dress like pigs so we can be like the hogs. All right, and put on a dress. Wait, what just happened there? And put on a dress. So you got wild hogs and you got red hogs. 
<clears throat> we talked about the red tails, which I think is cool because if you think about the Tuskegee Airmen and the red tails, and it's also a cool logo to have like a, a Corsair or something like that. Let's go to Charlie in Manhattan. I got a couple minutes. What's up, Charlie? Hello, Charlie. We lost Charlie in Manhattan. Charlie was so upset about W3232FC. <laughs> what the hell? What is, I, I don't get what 32 would represent. Um, I'm trying to think. When Washington, D.C. was formed, it wasn't in 1732 and it wasn't in 1832. There are 22 guys, offense, defense. The rosters are 53. The one side is 11. Is 32 being named after O.J. Simpson? No, he didn't play there. So I don't know. But the funny thing is the Beacons. Could you imagine a team called the Beacons? All right, we got an open line. Let's see if we get Charlie back. Let's take a break right now, and we will come on back on Sports Byline USA. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. 
Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Teams have four attempts to move the ball ten yards. So if you see a graphic on your screen that says first and ten, that means it's the team's first attempt to get ten yards. crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. Jeez Louise. By the way, that W3232FC, Darren just texted me from Sports Byline, and he thinks it's that's the year the team was founded, which makes sense. That makes the most sense so far. All right, let's go to the phone lines. We got Charlie in New York. What's up, Charlie? So like my idea for the Redskins name, my idea is the best idea. You call them the Warriors and you put a picture of Steph Curry on the helmet. I think that's the best <laughs> way to go. All, the, all those other names do not impress me at all. Uh, Red Tails have some, isn't that like a, uh, that's a significance? Uh, the first, uh, I'm drawing a blank. Wasn't the Red the Tails Tuskegee the first? Airmen. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, I guess that would be so, kind of cool, but uh, I'm not a fan of, teams naming themselves after names of other uh, uh, other teams' sports names. But I, I don't – none of those names are all that impressive, personally. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll go with the Washington Warriors and throw, uh, throw Curry on the helmet, and, and we're good to go. Anyway, Rick, that's all that's, I got, buddy. Yeah. Talk to you later. That's hilarious. Hey, thanks, thanks for the call. That's hilarious. You know that actually – there was some initial pushback on the Warriors name saying that it was racist to Native Americans. And in all my ignorance, I'll raise my hand, my ignorant hand. I never thought of them as Native Americans. But if you go back to the original San Francisco Warriors logos, they did have an Indian on there. Like, aha, you know, it was really the first team. It's got to be the first team to get rid of the word Indians is Stanford because they were the Indians. And um, then they were the Cardinals and a little bird and that didn't last long. And then they were just Cardinal. And they go, well, now we're the color. We're Cardinal Red. So you're not the Cardinals and you're not the Indians. All right. 
But even I, you know, I get it. You got to give credit for Stanford a little before their time to just say, yeah, I don't know about Indians. By the way, um, message uh, came down a couple days ago through the NFL Players Association that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Denver Broncos, Seattle Seahawks, Detroit Lions, and New England Patriots have issued statements expressing their intent to forego participating in anything voluntary when it comes to off-season workouts. This was released through the executive director of the NFLPA, Demora Smith, and the president, J.C. Treader, and uh, issued a letter to players encouraging them not to voluntary workout because <clears throat> of the ongoing pandemic. And the NFLPA's leadership has been operating under the hope that the NFL would be open to having another virtual offseason. In fact, Treader reportedly told players earlier this month that the, uh, the union wants virtual OTAs and mini camps before anything in person. Now, obviously, when you get to training camp, that's got to be in person. <clears throat> but um, um, Demora Smith, D. Smith said, quote, it is the recommendation of the NFLPA based on our medical experts advice that if the voluntary offseason program is in person, players should not attend. Therefore, as teams host calls to discuss these issues, we urge that all players consider their own health and safety, make a personal decision about attending voluntary workouts and take into consideration the unanimous recommendation of the NFLPA COVID committee that we have an entirely virtual offseason. End quote. Now, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that say there's the players again just being lazy asses. And you might say, hey, things are opening up, everybody's getting vaxxed. But the fact of the matter is, is that we still do have a pandemic. And um, it's not just the players, it's the players' families, the people they come into contact with. I get it. And listen, this isn't camp. It's OTAs, you know. Did we have a ridiculous joke of a football season with a virtual offseason? No, we didn't. We still had exciting games. In the end, Tom Brady still won anyway. So <laughs> what is, I have no problem with it. <clears throat> There's no fans at mini camps and OTAs. I mean, I get to go. If, well, actually, I don't, unless I wanted to go to Santa Clara. I forgot the Raiders moved. So it doesn't affect me anyway. I just, um, as I said, you might have people saying this is just the players once again just, you know, being selfish. I don't think it's being selfish. They did not make up the pandemic. So <clears throat> on the heels of the union and uh, the statements from the teams I just mentioned, the NFL released an overview of what they think this offseason is going to be in 2021. In all, it will be nine weeks in length and is entirely voluntary outside of mandatory minicamp, which has been the status quo. But for the first phase, which is actually beginning uh, in this weekend, going in for about a month, the middle of May, those will consist of virtual meetings, no on-field drills or work with coaches at the facility along with the weight room capacity. Um, staying in place. Second phase, which is um, a weekend and the third week in May, 
that's supposed to add full speed on-field drills with no contact. And then the third phase is the last week in May going to mid-June, which they say those are the OTAs and mini camps. So in their statement, the Broncos pointed to the pandemic. They pointed to the positivity rates in Denver being higher now than a year ago. And the Broncos statement also pointed to the success of last season when they had the virtual offseason. They said, despite having a completely virtual offseason last year, the quality of play across the NFL was way better than ever by almost every measure. We hope players across the NFL work with our union as we did to get all the facts so every player can make an informed decision. End quote. The Seahawks said, while many states in the country are still seeing rise in COVID-19 numbers, we believe that a virtual offseason is best for everyone's protection. Our hope is that we will see a positive shift in the COVID-19 data that will allow for a safe return to players when mandatory workouts are set to begin. The Buccaneers said, we had a fully virtual offseason last year and we held each other accountable to do the work it took to win and we plan to do it again. <clears throat> the Lions reference their home state. They said players on our team are proud to support other players across the league in making an informed decision about their health and safety, guided by the facts and support from our union, and that Michigan has been hit very hard as well. So the Patriots said, um, while we understand that some players will need to go for various reasons and some safety measures have been put in place, we also know that NFL players have a choice, which our union bargained for. We saw health and safety benefits that a fully virtual offseason had on fellow players last year. As experienced professionals who love the game, we know how to prepare our minds and bodies for an NFL season, and we look forward to working hard in pursuit of a Super Bowl this upcoming season, end quote. So the NFL issued a, mer uh, a, a memo uh, earlier, of course, urging players and personnel to get vaccinated. That's not mandatory. And any team employee who refuses a vaccination without a bona fide medical or religious ground will have restricted access. So you could say, I'm, like I said, there is freedom of religion and some religions don't believe in medicine. That's smart. Sorry. Uh, the NFL <laughs> believes that vaccinations will make the workplace uh, return to normalcy quicker. Yes, there's there's no doubt about that, right? Wouldn't you think? So despite the, the pandemic, Roger Goodell, the commissioner, says that he expects full stadiums for the entire season. And remember, we just recently heard that we're going to have 17 regular season games. Preseason is down to three games. We're going to have the draft in Cleveland. It's going to be in person. And if you have, uh, we still will have socially distant draft rooms and things, green rooms. But uh, if you want to go in person, you have to show that you've been vaccinated um, in order to get in. So like, even if you don't believe in vaccinations, if you kind of have a more societal look at things, you know, a more societal look that uh, you'd say, well, maybe I'll do it for everybody else. Vince and Lafayette, I have 30 seconds. What's up, buddy? 
I'll be real quick. Well, the Queen of the South, I saw for the first time when I was given platelets in uh, Blood Bank. Um, it was the first time I did that. So it was the first time I saw that show. It was pretty cool, actually. A lot of killing, though. Um, the other thing I was going to say, the, the Reds, I mean, the Redskins, I mean, I don't want to say that to offend anybody. But, I mean, does it have to be, like, um, why can't they just call it, like, um, another team that they have in their, in their town, like the Wizards or something like that? Just keep it, you know, the same one, Wizards. It doesn't offend anybody, the Wizards. Well, you want to have your own. I mean, in the old days, the New York Giants and the, you know, and then you think about St. Louis had two Cardinals. Isn't it kind of lame to name it after the team that's already there? Vince, I'd love to discuss it more, but I got to go to a break. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Byland. Who's watching? Tell me who's watching. Who's watching me? hear squealing and grinding noises from your vehicle, it's time for new brakes. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, when you buy any set of brake vest pads and any two brake vest rotors, you'll save 10% on your total purchase. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Time for your small business report presented by Dell Small Business. Even though you may feel like it's not essential, it's smart to have an accountant you can go to as needed. Not necessarily hiring one to keep on staff with you, but finding a certified CPA you can hire to do your taxes when the time comes and get financial advice from when you need it. It also never hurts to have an accountant review your business's cash flow to make sure you're covered in an unpredictable economic situation. If you know your numbers and stay on top of them, you'll always be in a better situation. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. What do you get when you talk to a Dell Technologies advisor? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get someone who understands there's an art to listening. Mm-hmm. Sure. Who's able to hear more than what's being said and can provide tailored mm-hmm. small business solutions that make you feel okay. truly heard. I understand. Let's get started. For advice on everything from laptops to the cloud and solutions powered by Intel vPro platform, call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Stop wasting your time struggling to loosen rusted nuts and bolts. Start using Free All Deep Penetrating Oil. 
Capriol spreads deep into rusted or frozen parts to help release tough bolts and washers. Its formula delivers three times more lubricant. That means less sprays, less torque, and less time than any other penetrating oil on the market. It's even silicone-free. Professionals have trusted Freeall Deep Penetrating Oil for over 40 years. Now it's your turn. Get Freeall today at AutoZone, O'Reilly, and Napa. Look for the silver can. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. Oh, I think a lot of dumb stuff. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome back to the program uh, author Michael G. Long. And uh, we talked about this uh, in uh, a while ago, but uh, it's very poignant today on Jackie Robinson Day to talk to Michael again because he is editor of the new book, 42 Today, Jackie Robinson and His Legacy, which is available from the New York University Press, Washington Muse Books. Michael, uh, good to talk to you again. Scott Osler of the San Francisco Chronicle, the award-winning sports writer, said this is the most important Jackie Robinson day since the very, very first one with what's going on with BLM and social justice and everything else. And I'm I'm sure you have your views on it as well. What do you think about Jackie Robinson Day today? I think it is uh, especially significant today. I think Scott at San Francisco Chronicle is absolutely right. Uh, You know, Robinson commented on police brutality several times in his life. So maybe I'll just mention this a little bit. When he was a kid, he found a police officer sticking a gun in his rib after a minor incident. And then even when he was older, I mean, in the, this would have been in the late 1960s, he's walking into the Apollo Theater in Harlem, and a police officer, for some strange reason, sticks another gun in Robinson's ribs. And Robinson ends up escaping that because the crowd says, hey, that's Jackie Robinson, and he's just didn't do anything. And Robinson reflects on the incident, saying it's a shame that I escaped that incident only because my name is Jackie Robinson. Just a little while after that, Robinson stood with Black Panthers and supported their right to be violent when police officers don't protect them. You know, there's a straight line, Rick, between Robinson's protest of police brutality, which he registered in public many times, and the protests that are happening today against police brutality. The protesters of today are standing, whether they know it or not, on the broad shoulders of Jackie Robinson. There's no doubt there's a correlation there. And I think one of the things that is very poignant as well that I didn't even realize until today is that the New York Times, talking about his debut with Brooklyn, just mentioned him once, and it had to do with a play that he was involved in. And the broadcasters just said, oh, there's a rookie making his debut. 
it was very, very much downplayed when, you know, we kind of think, oh, there'd be so much pomp and circumstance to it. And, and there really wasn't in the media. You know, there was pomp and circumstance in the black media and in the black communist and the white communist media. Those were the ones who were advocating for a black player in major league baseball. The ones who didn't pay attention, including the New York Times and other white sports writers, were ones who were part of the problem, right? They were the ones who built the racist wall that was part of Major League Baseball, preventing Robinson and other players from entering into the diamond. And in 1945, this is really interesting, Rick, in 1945, the sports writers in New York got together for an annual banquet. And in this banquet, they depicted Robinson as a black butler serving a white aristocrat from the South. They were part, these sports writers were part of the racism that was in the past before 1947. So when April 15th came along and Robinson breaks the color barrier, they don't pay attention to the historical context because they had created that vicious context. Were we still in the days where the writers would get on the train and travel with the team and gamble and drink with the players? Or were they kind of pulling away so that the writers and the media were, were getting kind of that separation? Yeah, I think they were beginning to pull away at that point. But what's interesting about the white writers in 1947 is that they kept their safe distance from Robinson and they got their quotes about Robinson usually from management, white management, or from other players. So Robinson wasn't interviewed a lot by the white media on in April 1947. I mean, they, they kept a really safe distance. And I think part of it is because of the shame of their own bigotry in the story. But Brad Shrickey is, of course, you know, a, a, most people would say, look, he just wanted to win games. He's He's no hero, but... On the other hand, the, the ends justifying means and means justifying the ends. How do you see Ricky and especially the way like a lot of people think of him now is the way Harrison Ford portrayed him, um, you know, how, how big movies can influence public opinion. How, how do you see Ricky? I see Ricky as a complicated, complex figure, just as I see Jack Robinson. You know, Ricky was a pious Methodist. There's no doubt about that. He was raised by a pious mother and she made him promise not to go to the uh, not to go to the stadium on Sundays and he agreed to do that but Robinson realized too that Ricky was what he called a shrewd businessman there's no doubt about that either Ricky knew that Robinson would make the turnstiles click and Robinson did that Robinson made Ricky a lot of money and he didn't share as much of it as he could have with Robinson so Robinson and Rachel had to go to Ricky's office and plead for a better contract after 1947. But I do want to emphasize, too, that Ricky was a moralist. He wasn't just really, he just wasn't a shrewd businessman. He was a devoted man who had spiritual principles that led him to see the value of racial integration. Now, it took him a long time to put those principles into practice. His arm had to be twisted by progressive politicians in New York and by black media and by communist media, but he eventually got there. What does it mean to you? By the way, we're speaking with Michael G. Long, the editor of the book 42 Today. What did it mean to you as someone who's such a student uh, of this time 
that we finally now have the Negro Leagues recognized as a major league and not just some fledgling league that we actually can get the respect that these men deserve. That's sweet, isn't it? I think Robinson long knew that his fellow players in the Negro Leagues, and he played for the Kansas City Monarchs, uh, deserved uh, major league status. Uh, he saw them as major leaguers, even if major league baseball didn't see them as major leaguers. Uh, Robinson knew how good they were. He knew how good Satchel Page, for example, was. Robinson didn't like the Negro Leagues. I want to be clear about this, too. He found them demeaning in some ways. He found the conditions horrible. Uh, he was glad to leave the Negro Leagues behind. The segregation always made him angry and livid. Uh, so I think he was glad to leave them behind. He was also a big proponent of bringing them into the National Baseball Hall of Fame. There's, of course, some correspondence between him and Buzzy Bavese, who used to be with the Brooklyn Dodgers, uh, about this very point. And Robinson was a huge supporter. So I can't imagine that he wouldn't be anything but I'd be absolutely delighted with the recent news. Good stuff. Uh, we should stress, too, that 42 Today, this is uh, not a book that you penned yourself, but this is a collaboration, a compilation of many fine writers and uh, what they have meant. How did this all get cobbled together where you said, let's let's get all these opinions and uh, insights and throw them all together? Yeah, it sort of got cobbled together in my mind. <laughs> and I thought <laughs> that we really needed to dig deeper into Robinson's legacy. That's exactly uh, the beginning of the project. I was tired of Robinson being frozen in 1947, the year he's soldiering nonviolently and turning the other cheek and being so safe to white America. I just wanted to dig deeper into the Robinson and, and present another side, a side that was a fiery, a side that saw him move into civil rights and politics and fight hard and even more aggressively than he did on the diamond, as he saw it, for first-class citizenship for all black Americans. And let me tell you, getting the contributors together was really easy. I've edited other books, and it can be like herding cats. But these folks really uh, were drawn to the project and said rest, yes right away. Met, Robinson still has that magnetic pull and that magnetic power. There's no doubt about it. And I, I think about at the time, isn't it true that his brother, Mac, uh, he was racing alongside Jesse Owens in Berlin and he came back and he was a janitor. There was like no love for him, right? Yeah, that's an interesting point, Rick. Mac came in second in the 200 meter in 1936 in the Berlin Olympics. Uh, and when he came back, uh, he tried school again and it didn't work out so well. And then he finally got a job at sweeping streets in Pasadena. And as I understood it, Mac either wore the silver medal or his Olympics jacket while he did that. And that ticked off, I almost said a wrong word there, that ticked off some of the white leaders in Pasadena. But he was in their face and good for Mac. Yeah, last question for you. A lot of people, you know, look at Pee Wee Reese, a Southern man, and saying, you know, he put his arm around him. What, what's the true story behind all that? The true story is that in early 1947, Robinson bore all of that alone. He was a lonely and a lonesome figure. When he got to Dodger Stadium, he saw that he didn't have a locker room. His uh, jersey was hanging on a peg. He had a high number 42. 
And that was not a number that he aspired to. His teammates did not rally around him. The organization wasn't sure that the great experiment would work. And Pee Wee Reese uh, did warm up to Robinson, but not until later. Uh, in the early days, Robinson would go back to his apartment, according to Rachel. He would get on his knees and pray to God for strength and determination. And I love that image because it shows us how lonely a figure Robinson was. Now, when Robinson started to succeed on the diamond and he showed his fellow players that he could help them win the pennant and the World Series, that's when they started to rally around him. <laughs> Got it. We've been speaking with Michael G. Long, editor of the book 42 Today, Jackie Robinson and his legacy from New York University Press and Washington Muse Books. And of course, it is 42 today. It is Jackie Robinson Day. And uh, we didn't really get it last year. Well, we got it late. Uh, we actually get it on the actual day today, as everyone will be wearing 42. Michael, congratulations once again on the book. Thanks for dropping by. And uh, let's, let's catch up soon, man. Hey, that sounds great, Rick. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Have a great day. All right. Okay, you too. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Pilot. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, my heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Are you one of the millions who have taken Zantac or other generic versions of this popular drug to help treat stomach issues? Then pay close attention to this message. The FDA said it detected low levels of a probable cancer-causing chemical known as NDMA in Zantac and other generic forms of this popular drug. They've banned sales and even removed it from the market. If you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've taken Zantac or a generic equivalent, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-251-7460-800-251-7460-800-251-7460. That's 800-251-7460. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. 
If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. To me, it's like a mountain. A vast bowl of pus. his servants i don't have servants thank you for that and uh, thanks for tuning in by the way you know we had uh, olympian ryan murphy on the show yesterday he's getting ready for tokyo 2021 even though apparently it's still going to be called the 2020 olympics which is interesting um <clears throat> no one has interviewed more olympians past and present than i have i just i mean i've talked to so many in so many different disciplines and so I feel for them, but here's the thing. It's still possible that the games might not happen this summer. Now, don't, I don't want to overreact, but there is a party in Japan called the LDP, the Liberal Democratic Party. It's kind of redundant. But he said today that he will do everything he can to get the Olympics canceled if the COVID-19 numbers don't come down. As it stands right now, the Olympics will go ahead with no overseas fans. Now they said there might not be any fans even if they have it. He says it seems impossible to go on with the games. They must definitely be canceled. There's a surge in infection because the Olympics, there'll be no meaning to having the Olympics. Um, This is from Toshihiro Nikai of the Liberal Democratic Party. He is their secretary general. He told this to the AP. He did say it is important for Japan to have a successful Olympics. It is a big opportunity. I want to make it a success. We will have many issues to resolve and prepare, and it is important to take care of them one by one. Now, the IOC has said we are full steam ahead. So, listen, the Kyoto News poll recently said that 72% of Japanese citizens uh, want the Olympics canceled again. Uh, yes, COVID-19 cases are up in Japan right now, but uh, yeah, they're, they're come on, they're not going to cancel them again. And it just ain't going to happen, right? 
I think so. All right. Uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow 9 a.m. with Jan Wall. We don't have brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> Great way to end the show.